happier than a cow out in a pasture that's full of beautiful green grass. Happier than one of you cotton farmers right now on your turn row with that field just full of white cotton balls. Oh, yes. You are in the South. You are in the month of October, and you are tuned in to The Y'all Show. And I'm John Rawl, and I'm happy to be here can you detect that oh it's a lovely thursday and we're so excited you could tune in the show that's all about the south this is y'all we've got headlines coming up in just a few minutes we actually have some music news to tell you about the dub awards were held in nashville this week lauren daigle racked up what an incredible talent from the state of louisiana i've got the list of all the key awards at the dub awards that i'll share with you in just a second but also later this hour we're going to switch over probably the complete opposite of talking about gospel music we're going to tell you about some of the great haunted places of the south our friends that we're part of here y'all.com has incredible stories up right now that you can go and surf each of our southern states usually five to 15 places in each state are featured that have haunted places these are authentic haunted places these are not concoctions and we've got some of them and i'm going to pick out four of our states here in dixie and and run through a few of the places in these four states four states that i kind of pulled out of the old witch's hat and i'm going to is that what it's called there's a witch witch hat i don't know what that thing's called i don't want to see a witch okay but yes we'll have the haunted places of the south to tell you about a little bit later this hour when we get to the second hour of today's y'all show we'll let you know some of the hot new brand new books that are available for you to check out and we'll let you know that courtesy of amazon.com and then we're going to go to lexington kentucky and our old friend mike allison who works with me and has for many many years on a show called the kentucky catline all uk show it's on a little bit of a hiatus right now but mike is he's been a part of that show he's also very involved with the sports community of lexington kentucky as he's sort of the one of the 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 poobahs of the lexington legends that's the single a ball club there in lexington and they're your champions of the south atlantic league for the second year in a row way to go mike and everybody there with the legends so we'll talk a little minor league baseball we'll also talk a little kentucky wildcat basketball they just had big blue madness last weekend and they've got a little scrimmage going on this weekend but we're really got we got him on to talk about coach stoops and the kentucky wildcat football team which has been kind of uh, which way are we going to go this year fellas i know they had injuries they had that tough loss to the florida gators early in the year but we're going to have mike come on as the cats are coming off a big win over the arkansas razorbacks a very close win but they got the w there at commonwealth stadium aka kroger field and we'll get mike's take on kentucky football and we'll get him in our sec report to walk through the list of games coming up here in week eight of the southeast conference it's our sec spotlight and mike allison's going to help us with all that good stuff in the second hour and here's our perfect opportunity to remind you guys that on friday's y'all show we will switch into a two-hour college football spectacular and we'll 
cover all the ACC games this weekend. We'll cover the Big 12 games, the SEC games, the group of five games, the the FCS games of note going on in Dixie. And, of course, contained in that fun will be General Gridiron. So we got all that planned for you on Friday's Y'all Show that you'll have to tune in. But right now on the Y'all Show, it's all about headlines and everything else going on. Before we get into headlines, let me remind you that if you want to connect to us, we want you to be a part of our show. We want you to get your Y'all Wings with us, okay? You can call us, 803-816-1170. My offer still stands. If you send in a really good question, comment, and and I don't care if it's good. It can be a, a terrible comment, as long as it's legitimate. I don't want you to, like steal something from another show and send it my way but if you drop me an email y'all show at y'all.com or text us at 803-816-1170 we got a little special brand new y'all swag that that i'm going to send your way as a happy so if you're that lucky participant that wants to to hit us up with a question comment maybe you've got something nice you want to say about the show maybe you want to critique the show that's fine we welcome your feedback here 803-816-1170 y'all show at y'all.com that's y-a-l-l.com that website is the ultimate guide to the south and we've got great stories up every day more and more stories we just posted precious harris's nashville music line column not just her report on the wednesday y'all show but where she actually has the text of her talking points i guess you would say and you can go on there and learn about how she went to an event this week with garth brooks and the great thing that dirks bentley is part of that precious has actually benefited from it helps out people in the music business who are struggling financially and precious has had help by this organization that you can go on and read about all that at y'all.com and it's absolutely free of charge and oh by the way don't forget y'all has an awesome facebook page that we want you to like we've added several hundred new likes on that page this week alone and we let's get it up to a thousand help us y'all.com and y'all magazine on facebook like our page and you'll get access to all of the stories and all the y'all show podcasts that we put up every single darn day come on now don't be lazy help us out here this is the y'all show and i'm john rawl again thank you for tuning in let's start off today's headlines with a little business news and this is not great news i don't think it's it's not an alarming number i don't think but I'm just going to read the headline. U.S. retail sales dip 0.3% in the month of September. And those sales dip its largest amount in seven months, possibly signaling that rising trade tensions and turbulent markets are having an impact on consumer spending. Yes, the retail sales fell in September 0.3%, following a 0.6 gain in August. The Commerce Department reported this on Wednesday. It was the first decline since a 0.5% drop back in February. Consumer spending was strong in the spring, and economists had been counting on continued strength to protect the U.S. economy as it is buffeted by the fallout from President Trump's trade war with china and is that and all of the issues that president trump's got going on now from impeachment to what's going on in syria we're still got our heroes in places like afghanistan and all the other things the one thing that has been pretty good for him of course has been the economy but i I don't know if historically we have a drop off in the month of september i don't want to pick on the president too much for this i don't think all 12 months of the year always going to be booming historically and maybe September generally is not the best of months. 
The spending decline in October, which was unexpected, was influenced by special factors, including a big 0.7% decline in sales at gasoline stations, a decline that likely reflected falling gas prices during the month. So that's that's here for October. But back in September, again, a 0.3% dip. And that's what we call, if you know anything about the old candy, not a fun dip. Remember, did you ever have fun dip as a kid? That was something great to get at at a ballpark. If you had to watch a baseball game as a kid, like a Little League game or Dixie Youth game, fun dip. I haven't seen that on the shelves lately. I think it's 100% sugar, so that's probably probably not the healthiest snack choice for, for youngins these days. More headlines to tell you about. Hey, would you like to go to Orlando, Florida soon and check out a new show at universal orlando this might help out the retail sales and trend upward once this thing opens it's not going to open till next spring but universal orlando is opening a stunt show based on filmgoers favorite amnesiac ex cia assassin the born stunt tackler based on jason born the film franchise that matt damon and jeremy renner and julia styles have all starred in and universal officials they announced this this week that the show will have stunt people performing with high-tech props in front of an enormous led screen that gives the illusion they're on a globe trotting chase the show is opening at universal studios florida and it's going to be where the former location of Terminator 2 3D attraction. So you can be the next Matt Damon and go to Universal Universal Orlando, but you have to wait until the spring to participate in this Bourne franchise and this stunt show going on. That that would be quite a stress relief if you can play the role of Jason Bourne there in Central Florida. Now, here's another attraction that you might want to go check out. You won't have to go to Orlando for this one. How about a roadside Bigfoot museum? I guess that's what it would be called. Yes, this is coming from Cherry Log, Georgia. And I've heard of a lot of places. I have not heard of Cherry Log. It's in the North Georgia mountains. And right along a pretty busy highway there in North Georgia, you'll find this Expedition Bigfoot, the Sasquatch Museum. And it's open now, not far from Villa Rica, Georgia. And you can go there and check out all kinds of Sasquatch. There's a lot of people who really, really are into that kind of Bigfoot Sasquatch stuff. Niles Reddick, I'm, I'm talking about you. We just had a discussion about that this week, sir, friend of mine. Yes, but there are a lot of people. I bet you know somebody that's interested in Bigfoot. And you can go there and kind of get all kinds of fun stuff. But, but maybe some of it is very informative is there really a sasquatch especially in north georgia the mountains i mean if you've ever been in the north georgia mountains nothing surprises what what might be there there are some very very steep mountains and and very rural areas of north georgia and if you don't believe me just go hike on the appalachian trail which ends right there in that part of georgia but yes you can go to this place again in north georgia and check out the Cherry Log, Georgia Sasquatch Museum. Put that on your spring planning. But it's open now. You won't have to wait till the spring for that if you want to go on now. Beautiful time of year. Maybe you can go by Helen while we're in the month of October and check out Oktoberfest in that great German town in White County, Georgia. All right. 
if you're going to be going to the georgia coast or the carolina coast or maybe somewhere on the gulf coast you might want to be alerted about this a tropical wave is expected to enter the gulf of mexico this week as this wave is entering southern mexico and drifting north toward the gulf of mexico and the bay of campeche the gradual development is possible once the system gets over warm waters of the southern gulf of mexico the national hurricane center is giving this a 50 percent chance of development in the next couple of days as forecast models show that the system is likely to get picked up by front and spread the moisture across our southeast portion of this of, of america not mexico the tropical moisture will help to increase the rain chances in florida and above in the next few days but this is going to be coming from the west this time this tropical disturbance moving toward the gulf coast and of course if it picks up steam and becomes a tropical storm or a hurricane for goodness sakes it will not like li- li- not only likely affect the gulf coast it's going to come inland and hit georgia the carolinas and move upward that's what these things do remember hurricane michael last year so devastating to the panama city area that thing yes was terrible there but it caused so much damage in the south georgia area with all the agricultural crops and really was pretty devastating in the carolinas too coming from the west in that case so it's certainly still a rough go of it for a lot of people in the hurricane business right now now to the dove awards they were held this week in nashville and louisiana native lauren daigle racked up she's a grammy winning singer and kind of has been a crossover sensation from gospel to pop radio here in the last year or two it was the 50th annual gospel music association dove awards held on tuesday and the 28 year old louisiana artist was the leading artist nominee coming into the award show held there in music city and she won artist of the year and just and she won it for the second time in just three years her 2018 album look up child this is lauren daigle we're talking about debuted at number three on the billboard all genre chart and that's a 200 it's the billboard 200 all genre chart and has broken chart records for weeks atop the top christian albums chart she also won song of the year for her multi-platinum and grammy winning crossover single you say and i think her other one was or the album was look up child but yes lauren daigle a huge success and right here courtesy of some good nashville publicist they sent me a list of the partial winners of this dove awards the 50th dove awards hell this week could i have the envelope please and uh <laughs> whatever they do <clears throat> There with the envelopes there on those award shows. Your artist of the year, Lauren Daigle. Your new artist of the year in the Dove Awards, Aaron Cole. Song of the year, You Say, written by Jason Ingram, Paul Mayberry, Lauren Daigle. And that's, of course, a monster hit for her. And that was the song that kind of put her on the map. She's already got another one that's out that was filmed in Greenland, I think. The music video, at least. Songwriter of the Year for the Dove Awards, Bart Millard. Southern Gospel Artist of the Year, the Gaither Vocal Band. The Gospel Artist of the Year, Kirk Franklin. And your Inspirational Film of the Year, Breakthrough, was the director. And Roxanne Dawson Producers. And that is your that is your sort of recap of some of the big awards held again the the gma dev awards and that's going to be televised actually you can catch the telecast of the awards on october 20th at 8 p.m and that's going to be on the message i think gma the message and the telecast 
coming up the 50th annual Dove Award. So there you have it. Congratulations to the winners there. See, we don't just cover country. We got we got your gospel and Dove Awards covered and all the other fun stuff. We told you on Wednesday also we got the Bluegrass Awards going on here in North Carolina soon. So that is our music report for today. But we're really in the middle of news. In fact, let me take a little quick break with you. When we come back, we're going to tell you some good news from a GM's perspective. They finally reached a deal with UAW and this affects some Southerners as people have been on strike. And so we'll have news on that. A former Central Florida congressman has died. We'll let you know who that is. And we'll let you know about Jim Beam having an Airbnb and a special deal if you go up to Kentuck or down to Kentuck, wherever you might be coming from. And we'll let you know about that. And don't forget, later this hour here on the Y'all Show, you want to go traveling to Kentuck, well... I don't think you'll have any haints at Jim Bean, if you know what a haint is. But we've got four states we're going to cover, thanks to y'all.com. We'll let you know some of the haunted places in each of these four states, as there's some great material at y'all.com about haunted places of the South. We'll give you a little tease of all that coming up here on the Y'all Show. Don't you go anywhere. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is interested. Introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. One day I was riding along, riding my own mule Minding my own business, wasn't bothering a soul Now I see the possum and a raccoon 
the raccoon was up the cemetery and the possum was All right, I remember a couple of weeks ago, this thing kind of got going in the south and maybe spread out its tentacles in other states, including up north. But we have some news to tell you from a business standpoint again. And General Motors and UAW apparently have reached a tentative deal as these two organizations got this tentative contract agreement that could end a month-long strike that brought the automakers' U.S. factories to a standstill. So, yes, I guess it was at their various factories across the country, according to the statement. A deal hammered out on Wednesday, not immediately known what is going to happen to these 49,000 workers who've been on strike. They're likely to stay on picket lines at least a couple more days until union committees vote on the deal. The entire membership must also vote. Details of the four-year agreement have not been released. That's developing news. We may have it by the time you hear this. But people walked out of the job on September 16th. They wanted a bigger share of General Motors' profits, job security, and a path to permanent jobs for temporary workers. The company wanted to reduce labor costs so they're closer to U.S. factories run by foreign automakers. Remember 12 years ago, it's hard to believe it's been that long, but it was General Motors that had to go get a big check from our federal government to even stay alive. And I've been a GM guy. I've had a Chevrolet most of my adult life, uh, Tahoe. Great car, lasted 320,000 miles until I had to get rid of it. Love the fact that they're one of our American cars, and I'm not trying to offend the Fords and the Dodges of the world here. But uh, you know how it is. If you're a Southerner, you kind of have an affinity probably to one of the three American cars. But, man, as a proud Southerner, a proud American, I felt kind of kind of dirty driving a General Motors car back after they caved in and got that government bailout. Because Ford didn't do it. Ford didn't do it. And, and I, if you're a GM guy, you don't like Ford and vice versa, right? Isn't that kind of the, the friendly way it works? And I still never broke down and went and got a Ford. I actually don't want to confess what I have now. It's not even an American car that I had to get over the summer. But, boy, it gets great gas mileage. And uh, so that it's just kind of strange that General Motors people are striking. And I guess they're making a lot of money. That's why these people are striking. Twelve years after they got the big check from the government, they must be rolling in the dough there in Detroit. Let's tell you a little political news here on this Thursday, y'all show. A former congressman from the state of Florida has passed away at the age of 85, Lou Fry. He was from the Orlando area. He served in Congress from 1969 to 1979. He was a Republican congressman who represented the Orlando area. And at the University of Central Florida, they actually have the Lou Fry Institute. And they alerted the media and more this week of his death. He died at a hospice center, according to the Orlando Sentinel. And during his time in Congress, he pushed for legislation to stop toxic waste and from being dumped in oceans and to protect people from the financial burdens of catastrophic illness. Lou Fry, a former congressman from the Sunshine State who last served in 1979. He's been out of office quite some time, dead at the age of 85 now to some more political news coming from the state of mississippi we told you there is a pretty hot race for governor in the mississippi area right now between jim hood a democrat who's been the attorney general for the magnolia state for many many years and the current lieutenant governor republican tate reeves they got a a pretty big battle i can't really tell you who's going to win this race because hood is 
a pretty popular guy, even though he's a Democrat in a very red state. And he's well known. People know who Jim Hood is. He's a good old boy. You ought to you ought to hear him talk sometime. You ought to hear Tate Reeves talk, the Republican. Well, guess what? <laughs> Tate Reeves is kind of planting his own minefield, and he didn't need to do this one. Okay, so in a state like Mississippi, just like any of our southern states that wants to go out and champion public education and how as governor they're going to do all these great things for public education all right he he goes out and films a commercial in support of public education but but you know where he filmed the commercial he filmed it at a, at a private school new summit school in jackson mississippi was the setting for the commercial for tate reeves and of course it didn't take long for people to figure out, wait, that's New Summit School. That's a private school. What's he doing having, as Jim Hood said, a phony campaign commercial about supporting public education filmed at a private school? And as a guy who knows Mississippi pretty darn well, there's a big difference and a big difference in a lot of not just education, but ways of life between private and public school in Mississippi a big divide the mississippi private school association is a big deal it's so big they have members of that organization from other states they've got a school almost in texas that's part of the mississippi private school association and they play sports and they'll travel eight and nine hours sometimes to play a football game or or whatever sport it's way past Shreveport is where the school is, and they're part of the Mississippi Private School Association. And I guess Mississippi's got a better deal than Louisiana. And I know there's a lot of schools around the North Shore that are part of of this Mississippi Association. They've got a school in Arkansas that's part of it. So it's a, it's a, it's kind of a it's a touchy subject. And so for Tate Reeves or the people who don't like him, they call him Tater Tater Tot Reeves. Uh, this was a an unnecessary what they call a, a, a unforced error i think is what the term is in politics coming stealing that from from the world of sports and yes jim hood's got something he can go around and tell hey that's a phony campaign being run by tate reeves all right let's tell you a little bit a kind of a follow-up we told you on monday when our good friend jerry short the teller tells from Tacopola was on about this thing called chronic wasting disease which is popping up in deer all over the nation but we've got a big problem in west tennessee and north mississippi it's a scary thing and i'm not going to be able to walk you back through all what it is here on today's y'all show but in alabama which to my knowledge has not had any reported cases of cwd they're being proactive they've got a pretty big campaign in alabama to let people know that this thing is 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 a problem and they don't want to have it in alabama if they can help it i don't see how they're going to escape it frankly but they've been concerned the alabama department of conservation and wildlife they've been watching this outbreak in west tennessee and in north mississippi and they're now asking for help and they want the alabama hunters to come by and and get their own deer tested out the state is holding a series of cwd informational meetings 
to inform Alabama hunters of procedures for handling harvested deer and the new rules of importation of deer and other cervids from out-of-state hunts. So they have a schedule. Let me run off a few of the upcoming ones that might be of interest to you. In fact, today in Decatur at Wheeler National Wildlife Refuge at the auditorium there, you can go by there for this CWD informational meeting on Monday in Prattville. And that's in the Mobile area. No, that's not, not in the Montgomery area, home of the Prattville Lions, by the way. On Monday at the Bass Pro Shop, they've got a meeting about this there. And then in Hansville at Wallace State College at the Bailey Center Auditorium on Tuesday, October 27th or 22nd, you can go there. And if you want to go to War Eagle Land on November 6th at Auburn at the University School of Forestry and Wildlife, they've got a CWD informational deal there we can't leave out t-town on november 7th at the tuscaloosa county extension office on 7th street in tuscaloosa they've got this chronic wasting disease informational meeting if you want to go learn more if you're in alabama but it's a scary thing and as we told you also this thing can end up affecting humans as well i know it's kind of a far-fetched thing to think about but yes this thing affects the deer's brain and they become just zombies from what i understand and from what i know it has not so far appeared in humans but it if if it does it's similar enough to other prion type diseases like mad cow disease that the centers for disease control is monitoring the situation nationwide so we're trying to get out on top of it but scary thing alabama they're telling hunters to beware about cwd and deer now that archery season is open in the great state of alabama i'm not sure when they're going to have good old gun hunting of there it's it's kind of confusing if you're an outdoorsman i guess they know i don't i don't fancy myself as an outdoorsman but the way they got these different types of hunting seasons and then every state's a little little different state rights baby all right let's say you like jim bean kentucky kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and you want to go to claremont kentucky in the area that jim bean is harvested well forget this for about 23 dollars, you can either get a bottle of jim bean bourbon or you can spend a night at the company's distillery there outside of claremont kentucky the Louisville Courier Journal reports the company's post to the Claremont property on Airbnb, where reservations running from October 21st through the end of the year. A posting from Jim Beam American Steelhouse Renters will says you can join the Beam family for a weekend and live like one of Jim Beam's seven generations of masters distillers. It says that you can stay at the property built in 1919, which includes a distillery tour and tasting and did you get did you did you get the car key out of your ear did you hear what i said this is for 23 dollars it's almost sounds like this can't be true but yes renters can stay in a rustic home which overlooks the jim beam distillery grounds in claremont kentucky it's a great looking house 100 years old by the way and it is pretty if if true you can go stay at this three bedroom two and a half bath rental house right there on the jim beam property and get you some Kentucky straight bourbon while you're at it. You might need that bourbon when we come back after the break because we're going to talk about Hanks. We've got a list of haunted places of the South as y'all.com is all over this as we're getting close to that uh, day at the end of October. And we have picked out four of the 16 Southern states that we're going to run through a few of the places in each of these states that are haunted, hainted, and get you in the mood for Halloween. The Y'all Show will be right back after the break. Oh, I've I've got goosebumps.
Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. All yesterday and take a left on a lost highway and make a ride on memory lane and drive until you feel the pain and at the river of tears take one last turn and cross the bridge that just won't Rundown houses, love's graveyard That's where you find my haunted heart Well, my haunted heart can't rest in peace Welcome back to the Y'all Show And yeah, that music might give you a little, little hint Do you know what happens two weeks from tonight? It's not exactly my favorite night of the year, but it might be yours. Yes, we're only 14 days away from Halloween. And in the spirit of that, uh, what some people call a holiday, y'all.com is all over haunted places in each of our southern states. And I got to give Clark Shelton, the editor, and our buddy a lot of credit. He has put a lot of work into these articles. We've got articles for each of the 16 southern states up right now y'all i don't have time to go through all 16 states so we have had a very very helpful witch sift through her brew and pull out four 
southern states for me to kind of zip through here while we have a moment before she gets on to me which and uh and we'll we'll i'm thinking of that geico commercial have y'all seen that commercial where the two college age girls have like a dorm and they have a new roommate who's a witch and it's, it's a pretty creative commercial all those geico commercials are great but we'll kind of start out here in an area of our region that's probably got a little bit more ghosts than other states because of its history, because it is history. It's the birthplace of American presidents, I believe is what its nickname is, in addition to the Commonwealth. We're talking Virginia, and Clark has listed here at y'all.com, of which we encourage you to go to the ultimate guide to the south, y'all.com, and find these articles and dig in here more and learn more we're getting a lot of traction on facebook about these articles and it's just going to pick up more steam and as we get closer to that october 31st date so virginia yes it is the home for lovers but it's also the home for ghosts and things that go bump in the night and clark has outlined 10 places that are the most haunted places in virginia so this is not some guy's 21st century concoction to make some money these are legitimately scary haunted places in each of these southern states and i don't know how clark got the research good for him i'm just gonna tell you what they are and some of them you might have heard of so here we go are you ready the white house in williamsburg this is a 1750 classic colonial house it was home to lady shipwith who died under mysterious circumstances and not long after her death, her hubby married her sister, Hell Hath No Fury. And this place is haunted in the Williamsburg area. A 1753 classic colonial home. <laughs> I mean, 23 years before the Declaration of Independence, this home was built. Also at Virginia Beach, you have the Ferry Plantation House. I told you Virginia's got a lot of really scary places because of its age. A ferry service dates back to the 1600s here. And... The house and its ghosts include the witch of Pungo. She was drowned for practicing witchcraft in the Lynn Haven River. That's pretty scary there. Now, here's one that I know of because it was a Civil War battle. And can you imagine how scary Virginia has to be with all the many battles and the hundreds of thousands of soldiers who were either killed or wounded in that state in the Civil War, America's bloodiest conflict? Well, at Cold Harbor which my great-great-grandfather fought in that battle for the 20th South Carolina CSA, by the way, at Cold Harbor in 1864, over 13,000 soldiers died in a battle that wiped out Grant's troops after starvation and dehydration killed many more on both sides there at Cold Harbor, which I think that was the crater was part of that battle, if my memory on Civil War history is correct, which was a crazy tactic used to try to kill the confederates and it actually blew up in the yankees faces literally also in radford virginia which is you got a university there you have home of the lady in the mirror at lavere and the saint Albans sanatorium the sanatorium was built on the grounds of a bloody battle between colonists and the shawnee indians in the 1700s and then it became home of one of the bloodiest battles of the civil war there in radford and it's also Someone had an idea. Let's build a Lutheran boys school in the grounds and hire a headmaster who was an absolute monster. Suicides and homicides were said to be common, but their football team was really good. In 1960 and 1916, it became a psychiatric hospital. Just not a good one. 
<laughs> that's a pretty good place if you are into haunted places. So that's just some of the places in Virginia. I told you they're created places without a doubt that Clark Shelton has dug up here, courtesy of y'all.com. Now let's go according to popular legend back in the era of the Revolutionary War. There were 13 colonies and the Patriots and Tories alike all had a saying about this certain colony. It was the only colony not jealous of Virginia, and that colony would be the great colony of South Carolina, which also has a lot of old history and battlefields and all kinds of crazy things have happened in South Carolina. Trust me, I know I was born there, and that's that's where I'm from, if you didn't know that. Yeah, South Carolina calls itself smiling faces and beautiful places, but they got some scary, scary places. In fact, I would think the most famous scary thing in south carolina is at paulie's island lovely place right outside of georgetown not far from myrtle beach great place but guess what legend has it and this is something that's happened throughout many 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 years many many sightings of the gray man and annie flag the gray man reportedly died in the marshes and now warns folks of impending storms alice flag died of a broken heart and wanders the island looking for her engagement ring and you can find these ghosts wandering around Pauly's island south carolina <clears throat> no joke no joke all right the next place i know it well because i actually had a family member a great i guess a great aunt who was he- here and I, I vaguely remember going to this place when i was young but i was just there over the summer because it's been repurposed the south carolina insane asylum in columbia it's the most haunted place in south carolina built in 1822 and in the 1950s it had over 5000 patients the insane asylum right there on bull street and that in in south carolina you talk about going to bull street well, that's what you meant. That was another way of saying you're going to go to the crazy house if you go to Bull Street. Every state's got these old places. And just like in South Carolina, I've seen some of our other southern states' old classic insane asylums. They look like college campuses. I know there's one right off of Tuscaloosa's University of Alabama campus. I forgot what that thing's called. But if you ever go there, I know it's named after a female, I think. It, it's it's a beautiful place it looks like a college but it, it was an old insane asylum i don't think it's there anymore in tuscaloosa just like in south carolina by the way in columbia where this south carolina insane asylum which is very very haunted they've now kind of gone into a portion of that and turned it into this really cool trendy area and that's where they built the brand new baseball park for the single a columbia fireflies of the south atlantic league a awesome it's just a great ballpark i went to a game there this past summer and it was it was awesome and it, it's really cool and you get to see in the background the insane asylum which looks like a college campus but and it's got oak trees you park your car in like a a grove of oak trees and it's it's really a neat neat place but it's it's haunted and i can i can sure I can sure relate to that. And actually, just across the street from the insane asylum, I talked about my grandfather fighting in the Civil War, was the Confederate Veterans Home. And it it was on Confederate Drive or Street in Columbia, which is still there, still call that. 
And that's where the Confederate Veterans Home was in South Carolina. The state Confederate Veterans Home was right across the street from the insane asylum. Now, Clark doesn't have that listed here, but my great-great-grandfather actually died in that Veterans Home in 1928. And his he was buried back in my hometown, but I don't know why he was at a Veterans Home where he when he was in his 80s. That's where he chose to live and died alongside his fellow Civil War soldiers in 1928. But that's not on his list. One other place I'll tell you about in the Charleston area is White Point Garden, and that is part of the Battery, the famous tourist attraction there. And at White Point Garden in the Low Country in Charleston, countless pirates were hung from the trees there, and their spirits still remain. And there's a picture on y'all.com of that right there. So South Carolina for sure got lots and lots of ghosts. And and I'm not even going to tell you about this next state because I don't have enough time but just down from South Carolina's Georgia. And I don't know if there's any city that's got more ghosts in Savannah, Georgia. And I never, I never saw a ghost in Savannah, but I felt a ghost in Savannah, Georgia at an old hotel that I stayed in there. And I even heard it, but I never saw it. But this place has like seven ghosts that live in this really cool hotel. I won't tell the name of it because most of the hotels in Savannah, Georgia are haunted. All right. Let's go now to Alabama, and we've got a couple of places in Clark. He's got nine listed on his article for the state of Alabama, and I'll, I'll just list a few. We're running out of time here. But in Birmingham, Sloss Furnaces, it's on the National Registry of Historic Places. It was a post-Civil War mecca of pig iron for the country, and right there, a lot of people worked, and others who worked at Sloss Furnaces were permanently maimed or blinded due to the recklessness of the people that ran the place. James Slag Wormwood was a graveyard shift foreman in the early 1900s, and he evidently he rained terror down that led to the death of over 40 workers at Sloss Furnaces. In, 19, in 1906, Slag met his own death at the furnace place, at the hands of his own men over 100 official reports show that slag is still trying to run the show today so the ghost of slag wormwood at sloss furnaces in birmingham alabama now oh, here we go i knew i knew i i knew that this place in alabama would likely it was not it, it's not the it's not named after a woman I, I was thinking of helen keller in tuscaloosa but in in the tuscaloosa area you got the old bryce hospital which is in northport Built in 1861 as Alabama's first home for the criminally insane, and remnants of that still there. Like I said, it kind of looks like a college campus, but Bryce, yes, right there in, in the Tuscaloosa area. Let me give you one more in Alabama to ponder. How about this? The most haunted restaurant in the Yellowhammer State is the Gaines Ridge Dinner Club in Camden, Alabama. It's the home to a family of ghosts often seen and heard around this very popular restaurant, the Gaines Ridge Dinner Club. How would you like to have a ghost with your steak dinner? I don't think I'll pass on that. And again, there's nine other haunted places in Alabama that you can read about all on the pages of y'all.com. Let's go to our last state. And I would think this is a pretty scary place, if nothing else, for all the swamps. Louisiana. Clark Shelton, editor at y'all, has the eight most haunted places in Louisiana. You got bayous where 
pirates came in there you got voodoo that takes place in the state of louisiana and of course lots of swamps and alligators and everything else and a couple places to consider the myrtles plantation in saint francisville and 1796 antebellum home located in saint francisville this is about 25 miles from baton rouge and according to legend a young girl ghost has shown up in multiple pictures at the myrtles plantation all right that's kind of scary right there let's also go to new orleans where you have the LaLaurie mansion and it's more commonly known as madame blanc until her third marriage when she became known as madame la Laurie, and she was a new orleans creole socialite and serial killer who tortured and murdered slaves in her household the LaLaurie mansion in new orleans that's pretty darn scary right there and this is a unique place in shreveport the municipal auditorium of shreveport that's where Jimi hendrix and elvis presley both played apparently some never left some of the performers there is the door near the foyer which opens and shuts on its own disembodied voices have also been heard as well as other strange sounds course this was home of the louisiana hayride and once during a louisiana hayride a woman gave birth in the bathroom people think that she comes back and relives the moment other audible sounds which can be heard in the auditorium at shreveport's municipal auditorium are clapping and a voice that says i love johnny cash <laughs> and again clark shelton's got eight haunted places in louisiana that you can go read all about i just kind of skimmed through from new orleans up to shreveport there with that brief overview of the pelican state well again we got 16 states you can go read all about if you want and get you in the mood for halloween how about that well that will wrap up our first hour of today's y'all show again go to y'all.com for all that haunted places of the south fun when we come back we've got a quick report on books the brand new books that are available for you to look at and then we'll switch over to our sec report we'll go to lexington kentucky or big blue bonanza and and i mean he, he was at big blue madness but he's just a bonanza of all kinds of kentucky wildcat information mike allison's going to join us and talk kentucky basketball kentucky football and he also weigh in on this week's sec lineup that's ahead in the second hour of today's y'all talk with a southern accent A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. You're in luck. You got another hour of the Y'all Show Thursday edition headed your way starting right now. I'm John Rawl. Thank you for joining us here for this next hour. We're in just a few minutes. We're going to go to Lexington, Kentucky, the home of the Kentucky Wildcats. And our friend Mike Allison is going to be back on with us to tell us about Mark Stoops' football team. 
But he's also, if you're going to go to Lexington, Kentucky, and it's almost November, you, you got to talk a little Kentucky Wildcat basketball for a moment. And we'll do that with Mike Allison. Plus, we'll get Mike's take on week eight of SEC football. We'll walk through the lineup with Mike Allison in just a few minutes. But first, as we start this hour of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, our website, y'all.com, we go to our friends at Amazon.com as they have something called first reads and they're experts there at amazon (laughs) i guess they're experts they have their picks and they have the brand new releases of books and i'm just going to kind of read through this and you can make your own judgment call you can go to amazon or go to your local bookseller if you want to look into these brand new releases broken into a couple different subjects so first off a new book from janelle harris underlying that's a domestic suspense book brand new available for you to peruse a family drama book that's brand new leah mercer's the puzzle of you from chad zunker it's a thriller an equal justice that's out right now would you like a good romantic comedy for halloween well charlotte lucas has a new book it's a novel romantic comedy called your perfect year all right and a historical fiction from jody daynard who is the author of the midwife's revolt and the new book from jody daynard is a transcontinental affair a novel that is out right now some contemporary fiction in your future well liz tally has room to breathe this new york times best-selling author has got the new book room to breathe hey how about a mystery alexander hartung's broken glass a nick fole thriller is out right this very moment and it's one of amazon's picks if you want to go check it out it's right there waiting on you you also have a science fiction book available right now from Martin L. Shoemaker, and this is called The Last Dance, and it's out right this moment for you to go check out if you'd like to. Again, all up to you, but these are some of the hot books available from Amazon. Plus, they have some paperbacks available for you to check out that are fairly new. I am watching you from Teresa Driscoll, Rachel Hollis's Party Girl, and Perfect for Halloween at the Old Haunted House from Helen Ketterman. And it's got illustrations and all that. Those are just a little bit of a variety from our friends at Amazon of their first picks, first wreaths, and this month's picks in a couple of different categories. All right, let's do something we don't do often here on the Y'all Show. We're going to go to the world of movies and iTunes. According to the iTunes Movie U.S. chart, we've got the list of the iTunes movies for right this very moment. What are the movies, I guess, being streamed via iTunes? If you have iTunes movies, and a lot of people do, a lot of people watch movies now via download. And according to their list, coming in at number 10 on the chart is High Life, followed at 9 by The Hustle. John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum is at 8. Midsummer is at 7. Hocus Pocus, 6. Aladdin, 5. Yesterday at 4. Spider-Man, Far From Home, 3. Toy Story, 4 is number 2. And The Lion King, the 2019 edition of that, is at number 1 on the iTunes movie chart for the U.S. Now to the iTunes movie U.S. chart for independent releases. At 8 is The Public, 7, The Headhunter, 6, The Biggest Little Farm, 5 is The Art of Self-Defense, 4, Can You Keep a Secret, 
three the game changers to high life and number one is midsummer and that's a list of various movies again at the itunes store for you to go peruse and view and listen and share and share like a lot of these seem to be for kids i guess a lot of kids download movies or the parents download it for them keeps you from having to go spend fifty dollars at the movie theater just spend a couple dollars getting the download on that ipad or maybe they've got an apple tv but they got to have itunes or else they would be showing up here on this list and that's the top 10 movies on the itunes store for you here as we wrap up this first segment of the y'all show well we're gonna go to the sec when we come back after the break mike allison as promised is standing by in lexington kentucky to talk about the kentucky wildcats and we'll get him also to help us preview week eight of college football in the sec those lsu tigers ranked number two in the country they're going to starkville for a big game and we'll see if they can win on the road here at davis wade stadium you have texas a&m trying to bounce back from a loss to alabama last week a&m will be in the shark tank taking on the mississippi land sharks this weekend alabama's got tennessee coming to bryant denny for the third saturday in october and a whole bunch of other fun like florida at south carolina is going on this weekend we'll break it all down with Lexington, Kentucky's own Mike Allison. And that's coming up after the break here on Y'all with John Rawl, the general of all things Dixie. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Welcome 
Kentucky fans, welcome into the Y'all Show. SEC fans, welcome into the Y'all Show. This is our SEC Spotlight, and we're going to go to the Commonwealth and bring on Mike Allison. He's been a guest on our show a couple times and does a great job letting us all know what's going on with Kentucky Wildcat Sports, and we're glad to have him on now from Lexington, KY. Hello, Mike. Hey, John. How you doing? Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you again. And we're going to get you to talk about those Kentucky Wildcat football players and coach and more in just a few minutes and also get your take on what's going on in the SEC as we get ready for weekend number eight of SEC football. But we got to put that on ice for just a few because, Mike, when you come on, we're going to talk Kentucky Wildcat basketball but I got to put that on hold temporarily because we also have to give a little love to little team, not the Wildcats in Lexington, but a team called the Lexington Legends, your back-to-back Sally League champions. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the South Atlantic League is the single-A teams of of minor league baseball in the southeast you got teams all over the carolinas in lexington kentucky and more and for the second straight years the the legends have won your championship and mike works for that franchise and i want to congratulate you on another title well thank you uh you know uh means a lot it was it was kind of funny last year's team was was loaded um people had high expectations um, and we fulfilled those. And then this year's team, I mean, we only had four guys that were on last year's team on our starting roster. And we did it this year with a lot of pitching and a lot of grinding, a lot of uh, back and forth. I, you know, we won the first half and secured our playoff spot. And then we lost a bunch of guys that got called up and we just held on. And the group, the guys that were there gelled at the right time. They all grew their mustaches out to fit our brand and had some community karma behind them. And the next thing you know, not only did we win back-to-back, but we finally won the championship at home, and it was just really, really special for our city and our fans and, of course, the team. All right. Who did you play in the championship series? We played the Hickory Crawdads in the championship series. They're a Texas Rangers affiliate um, and a great team. They had an amazing season, and they beat the team – um, in their division series that everybody anticipated winning the whole thing, which was the Delmarva Shorebirds. Okay. And the Lexington Legends are your single-A Kansas City Royals affiliate. So I'm sure yes, the, the, the Royals are quite happy that y'all have put back-to-back titles there in Lexington, Kentucky. They are very proud, um, and uh, it, it's awesome because we renewed – our player development agreement a couple of years ago and since then we've won two titles so it's (laughs) it's been it's been a win-win well the royals need to improve their stake here in the future they're out of the playoffs again this year and you you might not see the legends back winning championships if the players who are winning them for the legends here end up going to kansas city soon i really honestly think over these past couple of years because our high A affiliate in Wilmington, they won their league title, which is which was basically a team full of legends from last year that were already champions. And then, um, you know, uh, the guys below us, Idaho Falls, they won their championship. So I really believe that we're seeing the core of the 2024, 2023-2024 Kansas City Royals right now. And, you know, I don't know if that means there'll be a, a title contender on the major league level but the talent will definitely be there you mentioned the wilmington franchise winning the minor league i guess that's the advanced a what league was that 
That is the well. My mind, my mind is going blank. You talking um, about the Wilmington Blue Rocks? Yes. The, yeah. The Wilmington, the Wilmington Blue Rocks are the winners of that league and uh, Carolina uh, League. Carolina League. Thank you. I, I was sitting there thinking. I was like, I can't believe my mind is going blank. But apparently, once they leave Lexington, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> and uh, Carolina League, of course, which has many teams throughout the Carolinas. So Wilmington, the champion of that league, got to give some love also while we're talking minor league baseball to the double A Southern League champions, the Jackson Generals, which are yep. the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's their franchise there in Jackson, Tennessee, West Tennessee. And they won back to back, just like the Legends. They won that here in the Southern League and then triple A. I don't know who won that. Do you have any idea? No, I don't, but I'll tell you right now, I know it wasn't our Omaha franchise, but okay. um, they're, they're always in the talk. But it's funny how the world works, especially in minor league baseball, because we just made a new hire here in Lexington, and our new ticket operations manager came to us from the Jackson Generals. So we've got a nice little uh, championship pedigree going on in our front office right now, as well as on the field. Well, I can tell you, International League, which is AAA, mostly on the eastern side of things, the Columbus Clippers are your champion of that particular league. And so, I don't. Do you know who they're with? Yeah, I, no, I don't. But they could. That franchise and that stadium in that city is is top notch. They, uh, man, that ballpark's right in the middle of downtown. And if you're not paying attention, you could walk right by it. It looks like a staple. In the downtown city, it looks like it's been there for years, but then you walk on the other side of the gates, and it is one of the most beautiful stadiums. I was in, I was had the pleasure of going to a minor league game and a MLS soccer game and a concert all in the same weekend the last time I was in Columbus. Oh, man. I know you spend a lot of time in the South, but if you ever get there, you ought to go check them out. I'm just glad to know there's something to do there besides go to an Ohio State Buckeye game. Your AAA, yeah. <laughs> your AAA Pacific Coast League champions, the Tacoma Rangers, are the champions of that league, which has teams like the Nashville Sounds and the Memphis uh, Memphis Redbirds in that particular deal. And the the Tacoma Rangers are the champions of the Pacific Coast League, which. They are with the Seattle Mariners. Surprise, surprise there. So that's a look at minor league baseball. Again, Lexington Legends, your champions of the South Atlantic League. All right. We got to switch over to another sport now. Enough baseball, and we still don't know who's going to win the World Series. So we'll leave Major League talk for another day with you, Mike. Let's talk about Kentucky Wildcat basketball. You just went to Big Blue Madness this past weekend. And was it madness? It was, you know, so there's there's two sides of it. Obviously, working in minor league baseball, I'm a big fan of prevention because um, you can't always uh, depend on the talent on the field. So I like to go to that to see the entire production. I mean, because if we're ta- if we're being honest, it's a player introduction and a very very low key practice. So. But at the same time, I got a six-year-old son, and he's getting to the age now where he can actually start to learn and enjoy some things from that. So we went. The production was beautiful. The music from from DJ Warren Peace, as soon as you walk into the building, till the final whistle on the final practice, the dunk contest, the three-point shootout. And and I got to tell you, um, you know, UK fans drink the Kool-Aid every year. I'm guilty of it myself. But this team has some good returners. 
Um, you know, college basketball's landscape has changed over the years. It's not just it's not just the Wildcats. Other teams have a lot of one and dones. So I, I like we've got Nick Richards coming back. You know, Emmanuel quickly, Ashton Hagen's coming back, and then EJ Montgomery. So I love our link. I love our speed. We've got a lot of athletes, and quite frankly, um, I think the future looks really bright for us. Schedule's not terribly tough. Um, I'm not going to predict some 40 and 0 like everybody likes to go crazy, <laughs> but but we have a, we have a schedule that that puts us in a position to win a lot of games, and also a schedule that allows some of these young guys to learn in some pretty unique environments. I mean, we go to Vegas, we go to New York. Um, you know, there's a tough, couple of really tough home games, some some teams that are not like showstoppers, but consistently make the tournaments. I mean, you know, we play Lamar, we play uh, Fairleigh Dickinson. Those are names that I've always seen on one of those lower ranks, uh, lower ra- rounds of the tournament. And those are those guys that give you tough teams and like senior laden, junior laden teams, well coached. Those would be a good test early on for our young team. Well, you mentioned the foursome of returnees. How much time did they get last year playing for well, Coach Cowell? So, so Ashton Hagens is probably one of the best on-the-ball defenders of um, – in, in all of college basketball, I mean, he had, I think he had multiple games where he had seven or eight steals a game and he averaged four and a half assists a game. And, um, quite frankly, just needed to work on, just needed to work on some of his outside shooting and get a little bit stronger. Um, he played a lot. I mean, he, you know, averaged probably 28. 30 minutes a game and then um and quickly was the same way um matter of fact if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong and there'll be somebody out there in big blue nation really quick to correct me but i'm if i'm not mistaken he did check out his status in the nba draft and they told him a couple of things that he needed to work on and at big blue madness he hit 24 out of a potential 30 and won the three-point shootout so i you know it looks like he spent a lot of time working on his jump shot and then he's going to be really complimentary to a new kid we've got named Tyrese Maxey who who early on is I think is a guy to watch all right you mentioned Maxey is he the brightest shining baby cat out there or are there other players we need to be kind of watching out for here I I like him um I like him a lot I like this uh we got a three-point shooter Johnny Jazang that um that I like too. He's got a lot of length, can probably work inside some decent mid range game. But if you try to stop that and he steps back and it's he's just he's just um you know ice cold from three point range and I mean that in the Andre three thousand way and not like he he's money is what I'm trying to get to. And um so I, I like that. I you know Maxie came in with a lot um Khalil uh Whitney, I can't think of his last name because I haven't gotten to watch him that much, but he had a pretty nice little practice too. And I think we've got to, I think we've got the potential to have a good balance, which I think is what it takes to win in this type of college basketball landscape. Some good returning, some promise, and man, there's no substitute for athleticism and length, and we got that. Uh, by the dozens. All right. Well, last year, Kentucky did pretty well. Didn't get to the final four, but would you say last year was a little bit better than you had hoped for going into the season? Well, see, last year had moments, though. When we go into the season, everybody always best case scenario. And then as it starts to break down, you got to ask yourself, okay, let's harness these expectations. Let's let these guys do and all that kind of stuff. And then the next thing you know, 
they're start it's it's the end of February, the start of March, they're starting to come together. Certain things fall our way and and we're literally one performance away from being in the final four again. Um and I you know, I think the way the tournament schedule lined out last year, I think a lot of people thought we were gonna do it. And we, we took a team for granted that we probably should have beat and you know, that's what happens in a one and done uh in a one and done tournament. And your early take on the SEC basketball 2019-2020. We saw Auburn do very well last year. Tennessee did very well. Who are your guys to be on the lookout for in this upcoming season? So so, so Auburn's going to be good again. Okay. Um, you know, I Bruce Pearl, who I've had the I've had the fortunate opportunity to meet. He has the ability to get the most of whoever's on his team. So even if he's got a team full of two stars that that nobody ever wanted, he is going to get the most out of them. And, you know, the sooner we realize that and take them serious, and just because you didn't play against them in the AAU tournament doesn't mean that they're not ball players. So I think Auburn's going to be right back at it. You know, Tennessee lost a lot. Admiral Gerald Williams, they lost the, the kid that ate us up, Bone. Um, so... I don't know how they're going to be, but I never take them for granted. I think Auburn, I think Alabama's going to be a pretty solid team. So it, it, it never, you never know. And there's always one that'll surprise you. You mentioned Alabama <laughs> solid team. Didn't they have a coaching change in the off season? Couldn't tell you. Okay. I, I know, so. I know it was Avery. Um, and if it's not anymore, then, um, yeah, those tickets won't those tickets won't go for as much on the secondary market. Well, I know that, I'm pretty sure they got rid of Avery and they got a new coach. So I'm that's why I'm bringing that up. If you're predicting they're going to be pretty good, that's not bad for the new coach that they have there in T Town. Our apologies. We've been focused on that other team in Tuscaloosa, the football team. And speaking of football, we'll get to that after this break. Want to let you know now that the Big Blue Madness is in the books. The blue white game coming up here this weekend. What? What, what is the blue-white game? How is that different from Big Blue Madness? Well, it's 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 structured like a game. So okay. two 20-minute halves, you know, the guys to see. It's really for coach to see who works well with everybody. I mean, there'll be 20,000 20, people there. The only difference is there won't be a bunch of fireworks and they won't turn the basketball court into a TV screen. <laughs> and it'll be a little bit more structured. They're called, they'll call fouls. Um, they'll, they'll be referees there, but coach Cal can also stop the game at any time. He feels there's a learning opportunity. Okay. Which, well. It's a good thing when you've got primarily a young team, I won't be there. Um, but you know, sh- two weeks after that or 12 days after that, we start the exhibition schedule. So yes, you do blue white game. That's this Friday. It starts at seven Eastern at Rupp and it'll be televised on the sec network. Then Kentucky begins their season in real. Whenever they get out of the exhibition play on November 5th, they'll be in New York at Madison square garden as Michigan state is the opponent in the state farm champions classic. The first home game in Rupp arena is against the Colonels of Eastern Kentucky. And that tip, off is at 7 p.m. on November 8th, televised on the SEC Network. We're talking with Mike Allison, Kentucky Wildcats. We'll go ahead and call him an insider. When we come back after the break, we're going to get Mike to switch over and talk about the Kentucky Wildcat football program, but we'll also walk you through this upcoming eighth week of college football and get Mike's take on the lineup. All that ahead as we wrap up this Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent.
Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. It was a little bit of a struggle, but in the end, Coach Stoops and Big Blue Nation prevailed at Kroger Field Commonwealth Stadium. They get the victory over Arkansas this past weekend at 24 to 20 and improve to three and three on the young season. This is the Y'all Show, our SEC spotlight, looking back at the week seven action. Not only did Kentucky win, Missouri ends up being the only undefeated conference team in the SEC East as they won over Mississippi 38-27. You had Tennessee knocking off Mississippi State, an embarrassing loss for the Bulldogs, 20 to 10 on Rocky Top. UT prevails. LSU with a big win over the Florida Gators, 42-28. And then some great games going on with South Carolina and Georgia, and in the end, in overtime, the Gamecocks shocked the number three Georgia Bulldogs twenty to seventeen. And then the other game I wanted to bring up is probably the most embarrassing game, in my opinion, of the SEC this past weekend. The Vanderbilt Commodores got killed at home by the UNLV Rebels, thirty-four to ten. Yes, thirty-four to ten. Vandy sinks to one and five on the young season. Now, well, it's not young anymore. It's halfway through. We're talking SEC sports with Mike Allison here in our SEC spotlight, getting you ready for week eight of college football. And before we go into the matchups here this weekend, let's talk about that Kentucky team that did prevail. It took a while against a very embattled Arkansas football program. Mike, the the Cats got it done. 
they did get it done, uh, not in a conventional way. Um, I have to – every time I talk about U.K. football, I have to remind everybody that we won the Citrus Bowl. And to some, that's not a big deal. But for somebody who's been watching games since 1986 and for my grandfather who watched them for years before that, it is important to me to acknowledge when we do something good. Now, with that being said, there are people – that are going to go, oh, we won 10 games last year. We're going to win 11. No, we're not. Um, unfortunately for Mark Stoops, it's, we're in a point in his career where he will not be able to ascend in total wins for this season. Now, I could be wrong. We could win out, win a bowl game, and you know we'd be sitting still at 10-3, and three, and he'd be able to keep that streak alive to where he doesn't go backwards. But listen, that's not a bad thing. We won. We won with a with a slot receiver at quarterback. Again, not the biggest shock in the world. We beat Tennessee one time with a six foot four high school quarterback turned receiver once. The only difference was we did that mainly with defense, ball control and game management. So Lynn Bowden's an absolute athlete. And, and on top of that, he's a great human being. I've gotten a chance to meet him twice on campus. Um, that's the beauty of just of, of this city that you never know who you're going to run into. And he's super cool. He's super focused. And he's a kid that we got. This is a, this is a direct result of Mark Stoops and his crew's recruiting ability. We went into Ohio. We got a kid. Yeah, Ohio State snubbed him. And I know that that sucks. But Randall Cobb was the same way. Tennessee snubbed him until we showed interest. And, you know, we don't have to talk about Randall Cobb anymore because he's proven himself. When, so now you look at it. Okay, we did what it took to win the game. We were 55 seconds away and six inches away from beating Florida at home and beating Florida two times in a year. That crushed a team that had a lot of young people on there. We didn't get a hold of it. We went to Mississippi State and we played that one Kentucky game that happens every year that there's a team that we should beat, a team that is not better than us, we're better on them on the offensive line, the defensive line. We definitely should have operated better, and we just we just laid an egg. And uh, ironic, I'm talking about that. Anything in relationship <laughs> to uh, Mississippi School, but with that with that being said, we have a chance to okay. That was a hiccup. We come right back, and then we play a South Carolina team that apparently was the best one and three team in the country as Georgia found out this past <laughs> week. And all of a sudden, like you've got half the city here going, now this is the Kentucky football I remember. And I'm thinking to myself, do you enjoy being miserable? Like, are, so you're saying that the, the Citrus Bowl win didn't count, that the 10 wins, that the Josh Allens of the Benny Snell, who just had an amazing uh, performance for the, for the Steelers on Sunday night football, the other night and um like so you're saying that that doesn't count I'm, I'm so confused okay now we don't need to worry about these other teams we need to ride our own ship oh, okay terry wilson gets hurt terrible absolutely horrible hey but this but this sawyer smith kid is okay we're gonna be all right well guess what sawyer smith gets banged up he's losing his accuracy on his throws and we're wondering why sec defenses are picking him off because it's the sec mm. like are you kidding so okay so now, who's the next guy up? Okay, Walker Wood, Lafayette High School, my alma mater. I'm super excited to see this Lafayette boy get in here, use what I like to call Kentucky magic, and make it done. But what we don't know is he's been nursing an injury. Okay, so now who's it going to be? Well, we're going to have an open trial for quarterback? No. 
you know, we've got this kid who we signed because of his athletic ability, who played quarterback in high school, because we all know high school football coaches think everything is so important. They just want to win the game. So they put their best athlete out there and just run around and do your young Cam Newton, just try to win the game, which he did. And, you know, that's not his fault. It's not his fault that he's extremely gifted athlete. So we put him in there. We keep our play calling under wraps. We have a bye week. We get a couple guys healthy. We come out. We give, we literally give Arkansas 10 points before we even decide to take off our warmups and play. And then our, def- our defense comes to life. Our offense shows a couple of new ripples. We're scared to death. Trust me. I yelled at the TV a hundred times that, like, why are we doing this? And we were doing it to bait them into things. So when you see a slow developing option and then they come back across and he squares his shoulders and throws it to the tight end, and all of a sudden now you got to have these guys be honest and it opens up play calling so it's a game of chess it's not checkers and we won the game now let's keep it on let's be 100 percent honest let's do that now we, now we go to now we go to athens georgia georgia Georgia's a team no matter the schedule no matter the rankings that we have historically played pretty even except for south carolina went to the hedges and beat number three ranked georgia first unranked team to do that in probably 200 years and now we get those guys who are going to be locked in, who are going to be listening to their coaches. So it's going to be a test for us. We're going to have to see if we can really step it up because if not, we go right back into a potential dangerous position, of, uh, uh, you know, but that's why they play the game. Like, do we beat Georgia? Don't know. Do they lose two in a row at home? Highly unlikely, but that's why they play the game. Yep. This and then is- we play Missouri, who's freaking five and one. And, you know, so now we're looking at we have to beat uh, Louisiana Monroe and Louisville played their best game of the season this past week, too. So everybody's getting right, including Tennessee, who I don't want to give any credit to. <laughs> and now, So now we're looking at a season where things have to fall in a certain way and we're going to have to hurt somebody's feelings just to get to six and six and potentially back in the Music City Bowl. Yeah. And everybody talks about, well, Kentucky fans travel really well. No, Kentucky people in general, myself included sometimes, are spoiled. So we went to the Citrus Bowl last year, and if you think anybody's going to travel to Nashville to go to the Music City Bowl again, that's bad news. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that it was a bad season. Like, we've got, we've got you know, Lynn, Lynn Bowden will be here next year, hopefully, if he doesn't have the opportunity to go pro, but who could blame him if he does? And then we've got another quarterback. Uh, I can't uh, start to nick something, and his name is escaping me, but he was on the Elite Quarterback Show, and we've got him red-shirting, nursing an injury. He's going to come back. So we've got a bright future. People just need to, like, got to be stop being so reactionary and let things play out. Well, Kentucky and Georgia is your evening game on ESPN from Sanford Stadium, set for a six o'clock kickoff between the Wildcats again three and three, and the number ten Georgia Bulldogs. They dropped down seven spots this week after their loss to the Fighting Roosters. Georgia five and one on the season. Now let's go through some of the other SEC fun as we're visiting with Mike Allison here, a Kentucky Wildcat guy, probably born with a blue birthday suit, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. All right. Also in the SEC this weekend, you got the third Saturday in October matchup between number one Alabama and Tennessee, which is on a win streak. This game set yeah. for a nine Eastern, eight o'clock T Town kickoff on ESPN. Your thoughts on this one? I, I'm a, I'm an Alabama football fan. 
like only because it's out of respect. Like Alabama really, football fan and Kentucky Wildcat basketball fan, you you got a well, tough no, tough road I'm there. A UK, I'm a UK I'm a UK football fan first and foremost. Okay, but how how can you not respect Alabama? Like honestly, like if you're a really good football player in the state of Kentucky, and Alabama calls you to go play football for them, go. And if you're a fo- if you're, now, yes, we would like to keep all of our in-state boys, but if you're a UK football fan and this kid is good enough that Alabama calls and you don't support their decision to go to Alabama, something's wrong with you. I use DeMarcus Cousins as an example all the time. Damian Harris did just that. His final two schools were UK and Alabama. If you're going to go to Alabama when national title games rush for 120 yards and go to the NFL – and be on national TV every week, do that. You're from Richmond, Kentucky. You worked hard. You got the opportunity to play at the University of Alabama, play in national championship games, and now you're in the NFL, like living out your dream. Who knows if that happens at Kentucky? It might. It has a better chance now than it ever has. But it's the same thing with DeMarcus Cousins. Alabama, Mr. Basketball, you and Eric Bledsoe, you absolutely destroyed it. Yeah, you could have gone to Alabama and y'all might have been okay and you might have surprised some people. But let's be honest, you were going to lose 12 games. You're going to be a bubble team no matter who they get. But you come to UK, you meet you meet John Wall. Your career is amazing. You're one fluke opportunity of West Virginia running some weird convoluted 1-3-1 defense. <laughs> and and you're back you're in the final four. You're an SEC champion. And now, you, you know, you're a solid NBA player. I mean, he's had the injury bug, but that's nobody's fault. And here we are. So it just makes sense. So when I'm in the airport and somebody's walking by me and they've got on an Alabama football shirt, I tell them Roll Tide. Uh. Not because, not because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a bandwagon fan, but because you got to respect greatness. I mean, you know, Yankees currently in the middle of trying to win the World Series. I know people are supposed to hate them, but how can you hate greatness? Like, I mean, it's just, and I have a coworker that likes to like every team that is anti-UK, but just because that's in his nature. And I'm like, bro, like, I understand your philosophy, but you're wrong. Like, <laughs> why? Well, I'm not saying that you got to go buy season tickets. I'm not saying you got to watch every game, but you have to acknowledge greatness. I don't hate Duke. I hate what they've done to us a couple times. Coach K is a class act. How can you hate that? Yeah. Well, we hate the fact that you're uh, telling us like it is. I guess that's what we're – we're talking with Mike Callison here on the Y'all Show and getting you ready for the kickoff again. It's Tennessee, Alabama. Are you going to go with Alabama on this one? Yeah, I'm going with Alabama on this. Tennessee can't keep up with them. Alabama's defense, probably not as strong as it always has been. Yeah. Uh, But – but but Najee Harris is is amazing, and their offense is doing pretty good, and, and Tua is incredibly smart. Um, so I you know I gotta watch it. But hey, listen, while we're talking SEC football, and 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 me being honest and recognizing things how they are, and, and knowing who who you tend to favor, I will have to say that my all time favorite SEC football experience happened at the Grove at Ole Miss. 
Oh, okay. Well, that was the next game I was going to mention. As on Saturday evening on the SEC Network, you can tune in and watch a pair of three-win teams. The Aggies coming off that loss to the Alabama Crimson Tide. They're going to be taking on the Land Sharks of Mississippi, a game set at Vault Hemingway Stadium for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Oxford time kick. When did you go to the Grove? Uh, it's been several years ago. Um, we, were on a, we were on a bachelor party trip. And it was it was uh, Friday night, and we realized that we weren't too far away from Oxford, Mississippi. So we made about a we made after making about a six and a half hour drive um, into Missouri. We made, we made about another three and a half four hour, and got there just about the time everybody's having a really good time. Didn't go to the game, just went just went down to the Grove. Don't even remember who they were playing. Don't remember much about the night, but I remember a lot about the scenery. And I have to tell you. That that is that is a place to that's a place that everybody should check out. All right. Well, it is going to be a I guess big weekend. Although I hate to tell you though, with with all that being said, Texas A and M is going to win the game. All right. Uh, did you have a chance to see them play Alabama this past weekend? Yes, I did. And listen, Texas A and M is a team that nobody wants to play. They're going to come prepared every week. They just got you know outperform, and it's like like uh, last year's a perfect example. UK couldn't do much about them. Defense kept us in the game, gave us an opportunity to win. We can blame coaches. We can blame play calling. The simple fact is there was a team on the other side of the field trying to keep the Cats from winning that game. That's kind of what happened when they were playing Arkansas. They bowed up when they needed to. Arkansas kept it close. They thought they were going to do something special. Texas A&M holds on to win the game. Alabama, they just out-footballed them. I mean, they just got – you know, but Texas A&M and, 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 and Fisher, they're going to be a team that nobody's going to want to play for the foreseeable future. Well, they have one of the hardest schedules in the country. This they one is not one do. of their most difficult challenges this week. And Mike is predicting a win for the Aggies on the road. In SEC East action, you got a battle of the best team in the East so far based on the fact they haven't lost a conference game. The number 22 Missouri Tigers will be in Nashville picking their guitars right at Vanderbilt Stadium. This game's going to be your mid-afternoon game on the SEC Network. How about the Mizzou Tigers? I hope I'm wrong, um, but I do have some coworkers that went to Mizzou, and uh, I think they'll become. I think they become the first SEC, or well, not the first, but I think they become uh, bowl eligible this weekend at the expense of the Commodores. Well, that's no bold statement there, Vanderbilt. Like I said, they lost big time to the Rebels this past weekend. They've lost to the Rebels two weeks in a row. The team from Mississippi first week, and then the most embarrassing, they lost to UNLV. I didn't even know they had a football team still in Vegas. I, I know, thought that was coming next either. year. I really didn't know they had one either. Yeah. That was a tough loss there and a lot of problems on West End for Vandy. But Missouri, as he's saying, is going to get bowl eligible. But they, they've got a real chance to perhaps emerge as the SEC East champs because they got Florida coming into Columbia this year. I think they do have to go to Athens. But uh, go ask South Carolina. Athens, that's not a challenge. Come on, that's easy. LSU and Mississippi State are your CBS Sports Afternoon Showcase from Davis Wade Stadium. Did you have a chance to see that Florida LSU game? I think that was the I think that was the best game of the weekend. Um, they they're good. Uh, Joe Burrow is good, and even if you try to take that away, once again LSU's got two or three guys that can run for a hundred yards on any given play. Um, I, I like them. They they look solid. And you've already seen Mississippi State this year as they dispatched your Kentucky Wildcats 
MSU, do they have the ability to, to get back after losing a embarrassing game on Rocky Top and maybe pull out the victory at home against the number two LSU Tigers? They'll stay – if they stay in their lanes defensively, it'll force them to pass. The downside of that is they can really pass. Yeah. And uh, so th- is there a chance? There's always a chance. Is it likely? Probably not. Okay. LSU and Mississippi State, that is your 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central Time kick. Again, on CBS from Davis Wade Stadium. Another SEC West game of note. Those Razorbacks try to rebound after losing at the big shopping bag known as Kroger Field. And they'll be at Razorback Stadium this weekend for a game against the number 11 Auburn Tigers. Auburn had the weekend off after losing in the Swamp. This game is your early game on the SEC Network, 12 noon, 11 Fayetteville time between the Hogs and the War Eagle Plainsmen. Thoughts on this one? Well, see, now Auburn is in one of those positions this year where nobody's talking about them, yet they're, and I'm I'm aware of the fact they're in the top 25, but nobody's talking about them, and they're quietly winning games, and I think that's a recipe for them to continue to play good football because they want to hurt some people's feelings, and I feel like they're going to get one more tune-up at the expense of the Hogs. All right. Do you think Arkansas is going to win a conference game this year? Yes, I do. You do? I just don't don't know who it'll be. Um, They're not a bad team. They're, they're not a bad team. They they lost to us based off of preparation. I think if, if in the middle of the week they had caught wind of some of our new wrinkles and had been able to make adjustments, we're guilty of that too. When a team brings in a backup quarterback, I mean, just look what happened in the Florida game. We were, we were in control of that game. Felipe Franks goes down. They bring in a pocket passer with a little bit of, with a little bit of leg work, and we couldn't make the adjustments in time. If that happens in the first half, we get an opportunity to make adjustments, that outcome is different. And, of course, we're still a field goal chance away from winning that game. So, I, uh, you know, it's just – it's just man, that's just college football, especially yeah. in the SEC. I Col- mean, look at Jalen Hurts, what he's doing now that he's not in the SEC. I know, I know. And speaking of the way college football works, last weekend going into that game in Athens, Will Muschamp's Gamecocks, uh, yes, they had just beaten Kentucky, but man, was he catching all kinds of grief. And he goes in and beats Georgia. And now this weekend, the Gamecocks are at williams Bryce for an early game on ESPN against his old employer, the University of Florida, which comes in ranked number nine in the country after that loss in Death Valley. And this is going to be a fun one early on Saturday. Your thoughts on this matchup? That could potentially be the game of the weekend, honestly. That, that could be... Um... I like it. Florida's tough on defense, but I mean, South Carolina's got everybody's attention. The coach has got the players' attention, and I, it's an early game. That bodes well. Williams Bryce gets loud. They won't get too cocky. Play on words um, because it's a noon game. They won't have a, they won't have a lot of time to drink in those cockaboose things they've got outside of the stadium. But it could potentially be the game. It could be the game of the weekend. All right. So South Carolina potentially could go to four and three and have a winning record. And they do have the toughest schedule in all of college football this year and quite a turnaround for Will Muschamp. But just like Kentucky, he's having to do some quarterback maneuverings with injuries and such. And we'll find out if they can keep the energy going after that big win in Athens last weekend. And a reminder, those Kentucky Wildcats will be between the hedges taking on Georgia. It's your evening game on ESPN. Well, Mike Allison, thank you very much. We look forward to chatting with you again when we get in the middle of basketball season, but we hope your Kentucky Wildcats continue to improve, maybe even pull off the shocker this weekend. Always a pleasure, John. Um, I appreciate the time, and as always, 
Go Cats, go Legends. <laughs> that would be Lexington Legends, your Sally League single A Kansas City Royals affiliate and your champions of that league. Well, that will wrap up the Y'all Show here, and we appreciate everybody for listening to us, and we'll be right back here with the Y'all Kickoff Show on Friday. Until that time, enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.